Okay, guys. <laughs> I hope yeah, you exactly. heard that Coke sound because that's going to be running throughout this episode today. So if you didn't get that, then only if you have sharp ears, exactly. you'll hear it. Only if you have sharp ears, like me and Arouge do. Anyways, guys, <laughs> hi. How are you today? We are back with episode nine. And what did we speak about today? Inventing Anna. No, no, no. Arouge came back from LA. Oh, yeah, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> it was like she's never been away. I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, we spoke about cereal and Adnan Saeed. We spoke about inventing, inventing Anna. Uh, we spoke about scones and how we have them and how some of this logic is just flawed. But listen to the episode to it's hear an about alternative that. logic. And argument. then what was the last thing we said? Fern Cotton, somehow. Yeah. We spoke about Fern Whether Cotton. Whether Ant and, and, and Deck have. Uh, have the same salary that's an interesting one you know yeah i mean i don't have time to explore it but yeah it's interesting <laughs> if someone wants to explore it and let us know yeah that'd be great and the fact that this coke has been fizzing this whole time oh, and i can hear it so loudly but i hope you guys enjoyed the episode and yeah yeah peace peace carry on listening <laughs> guys welcome back to what do we know this is episode nine look at me keeping track okay i'm usually the one asking <laughs> how are you both i'm okay i'm good i'm back guys guys oh that was your voice it's fine for a second i was like her mic but that was your voice <laughs> no no no, it's Arisha's voice and she's back from la i know how was and it this is the first time we're seeing her since la it actually is how crazy is that <clears throat> i think my voice sounds crazy okay i hope it is your voice because we've just done mic testing for no, half an hour no it's fine now <laughs> yeah. i think okay, i just cool. just need to drink loads of water yeah um oh God, it's actually so nice to see you guys oh, i was so thinking nice. like i've missed you guys i've missed the podcast yeah i know but i have been keeping up with it oh, it's good. been good i hope our listeners have been enjoying it too yeah, yeah same how was la it was so good really like i think it was better than i expected it to be but some bits were also like you know i think this is with every place nothing ever looks like how it looks in a film or like online or stuff but it was cool it was a really good experience definitely lots of different things to do i didn't realize how big la like is very big it's humongous i feel like it's the half the size of england yeah (laughs) it's just you have to travel everywhere by road yeah 100 but it was really fun it was a good break definitely how was Maria, your sister? Oh, she loved it. My sister went with me too. And for her, she was so happy to like get a holiday after so long. Yeah. The last time she went was our Verona trip. Oh my God. Oh my 2018 God. or 2019. That was That's pre-COVID. So, yeah. So that was her last holiday. So she was like, oh, this is so like nice. That's a long time <laughs> ago. Long time. That, we've been places after that. Barcelona. Yeah, we went to Barcelona. Yeah. But yeah. bless her. She definitely loved it. It was just such a like fun thing. There was... I feel like there's always something new to do there or there's always something to explore. Like there's loads of museums, there's loads of like parks and things, different areas you can go to. And the weather. Yeah. yeah. And the weather was, was there lovely. when it was really stormy here. It was grey. It was definitely rainy. It was definitely like rainy, yeah. And now the sun's coming out this oh, week. Today was amazing. Like today felt like a nice it spring day. It was still day. chilly, guys. Am it was cold. A... Okay, yeah. But as in the sun was out, so it felt nice. It when felt like it was When the sun was warm. on you, it was actually nice. I yeah. didn't wear a jacket. But yeah, oh my God, this is nice. It's nice to have three people to speak to. Yeah. 
That means I can speak less today, bye. <laughs> she said I've it. been waiting. For you know no, what, joking. guys? Every week, Sundar says, I don't know what to say and I have nothing. The way she has essays <laughs> to answer and the way she has so much to say. And at the beginning I... of the episode, she's like, I have nothing to say. I'm a professional. It just comes. <laughs> waffler. Okay. That's what I am. I'm a, I'm a real waffler. That's... You said it. I said it. <laughs> there was a few things I wanted to actually speak about today, right? Because obviously things are happening in the world and stuff, but... I'm going to start off, right, with um, Serial, because I know I've spoke to you about it before. And basically, Serial is a podcast. It's probably, it was, in fact, the first podcast I ever listened to, and it was my favorite podcast ever. It's based on a real-life true story about this young Pakistani-American boy who was at college and had an ex-girlfriend, and essentially he was um, uh, convicted of killing his ex girlfriend he's been in prison for the last 20 years i guess the concept of serial is explaining that journey of how he actually got incarcerated and how he was actually put into prison what evidence there was against him um, that caused him to go to jail for apparently killing his ex-girlfriend but actually when you listen to that podcast and i'm not just saying it guys honestly it's probably the best thing to ever listen to i feel like i want to listen to it again this week because so much new things have come to light mm. because of recent events but essentially that first season is all about adnan's case so i would highly recommend watching it because sorry listening to it um and basically the reason why i wanted to bring it up is because this serial uh, podcast gave light to his situation so now so many people are for him and like even if they don't necessarily believe he did it or didn't he they definitely know that they didn't have enough evidence to put him into prison so mm. they need to like redo something how and old is he he's probably like he was a teen when he went in he's yeah. probably like 15 16 he's probably about 16 17 so now he's like 37 it's been God. 20 years. That's actually... 20 years That's of, like... That's insane. Such key years of his life. Yeah. And imagine, right? Like, because I, listening to Serial both times, I still feel like I'm more at the side of he didn't do it. But there's certain yeah. parts of me that think, I don't know, because mm. I just don't know. So I've actually listened to it too. And I feel like I listened to it after Manny first listened to it years ago. And it was... Do you know what? I feel like the way the story is told really kind of like encapsulates your attention and you feel yeah. like you really get into the story but there are I feel like there are bits that make you suspicious of like but why was he why did this happen or this made him look suspicious but I agree I actually do kind of go more towards the side of he didn't he do, didn't it. do it. Yeah. but I just think it's so crazy how the whole case happened yeah. and how he got put away yeah with the evidence that was there at the mm, time yeah like, it just felt like it was not enough to put someone in yeah. prison and it felt like they just wanted to get it done mm. and just put someone's name in there and also um so i've i haven't uh, listened to this podcast all the way through but what i've heard of it so far is when someone's in prison and you're starting a story from another person's like you know for example his ex-girlfriend being killed it automatically frames him in a way where the the way they speak about it, it just, yeah. it's not from his perspective. Even though the, the evidence that was put forward was there to frame him and that's the evidence they're going over. So it's spoken about in light of him being framed. Mm. Does that make sense? So you automatically, I guess, it does have you, a doubt. Yeah, you yeah. have that doubt. So even when you're swaying that, oh, it potentially could be him, you got to remind yourself that that evidence was 
originally there to frame him yeah. whatever little e- evidence and they I, had you're, you've actually made a really good point because I don't think there was much evidence I think it was the way it's spoken like hearsay, about yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that it was his ex-girlfriend that's probably the single most biggest reason they have to put him away because he apparently had reason to mm. do that yeah. because she dumped him and that's really the only reason he and had to kill her and they bring their family into this as well don't they I think his sisters or his cousins speak about it yeah, his and, cousin is a and actually She's at a the time as well it's gotten so much light because she went to the person the producer from serial or whatever it was mm. that's where the podcast came about so she has a massive influence as to mm. why it is given the attention it's been given but the reason i wanted to mention it today is because this week there's been like new what they're essentially doing is testing the dna on her clothes i think it is it may mm. also be her body but what is really bizarre to me is Firstly, it's great that they're finally doing that, right? Because how did that not happen 20 years ago? Yeah. How did his attorney, like person that's defending mm. him, not do that or like not test that at the time? Because clearly, if his DNA is not on her or her clothes or her body, then he wasn't there. Exactly. Like, so the little bit of information that I remember from my jury service, yeah. right? DNA tests are actually a lot more complex than we kind of, I guess, imagine. We just think it's a swab and then it's a very clear indication of who, whose fingerprint or whose hair follicle has left their skin to be on this piece of evidence. The thing about, the question I actually have in terms of a DNA test happening this many years later, because it's nearly 20 years, yeah, right? I don't know how that works. I don't know if they, would they be able to do it on, on her body? Like I, don't, I don't know his, what it's on. In my in my head, I'm like, I don't even know. Like, what does is what does the state? Yeah, is then? it decomposed? Like, what is the state of her body? It may not be on her but body. But even then. if it's it her, may be clothes, her clothes, that's me re not giving the right information. No, no, that's totally fine. But these are questions still in my head that yeah. even if they take the DNA test off her clothes, like, what does that DNA? How was it? You know, who had to hold of that ev- like piece of clothing? Mm. Where is it being stored? There's so many questions in terms of, I don't know. It just feels like. It's a bit too late, but also maybe I don't know enough about DNA tests mm-hmm. and actually they might have ways to kind of... Because I guess, you know, when they're exploring and discovering life before humans, they still find fossils and all sorts of things. So there's very intelligent ways to yeah. get evidence and find out, you know, like what it is. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I still have questions I about really DNA. It's, it's it might actually not be that hard now that I'm thinking about fossils, which in my head I'm like, yeah, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not that. I just hope that something comes from this, mm. something that whatever the situation whether he was like it's a right clear or wrong answer for him. but just something that allows us to not put an innocent person away yeah mm. and if I mean, he is if he isn't life. innocent then that's fine like you know what is meant yeah to at be least innocent. it's like at hard concrete proof that yes yeah. he was in it i mean yes he wasn't i don't think he would have fought it this hard or his cousin definitely would not have fought for him this hard yeah, if if it wasn't yeah um i just hope good comes from that situation whatever it is yeah, same same but yeah, mm. and then I was thinking about Just Mercy, which is a book I was listening about. Sorry, a book I read at the beginning of 2020. No, I remember you speaking about throughout this. COVID. Actually, I was reading this book, and it was just so impactful. It was about um, Brian Stevenson. He founded this. <gasps> EJ so I've actually got Manny's copy, and I just remembered to bring it. I've got your Shantram in my bag as well. Oh my god! She's basically got our entire literally l- library in her house. <laughs> I would recommend that to everyone. It's very like, it's so amazing how many things he does yeah. and goes. It's just like, yeah. how did one person do all of this? I know. I know. And his whole premise is like helping wrongly incarcerated yeah. people 
come out of the system especially those that have that have the death penalty because there are so many people that are in prison with a death penalty that didn't do that crime in america and this guy and the eji the equal justice initiative is it's kind of formed for that reason to mm. help those people because nobody else will like they're poor you know when you think about it right yeah when you don't have money it doesn't matter if you're innocent people don't care about you mm, like it's true. so sad it is sad uh, how money runs the world it really does um I, I mean this is just um i don't think it's based on a true story but i was watching a series recently and there was like this moment where um two white men are sitting um in a restaurant and one of them is in trouble for something and he's just like what if i go to prison and the other one goes white people don't go to prison don't worry about it and honestly you know when you're just watching a series and it's just kind of like white noise it's in the background and you hear that and you're like whoa <laughs> But sorry, what's going on in this series that I've just got as background noise? This, this is just—it's <laughs> hit a chord for me. Um, yeah, yeah. But it's true. It's, That's um, a normal thing. It's money and privilege both tie in. Um, just thinking if any of my cousins would advocate for me, I'd like to think they would. Go, I would advocate for you. <laughs> you know what? But get, thanks. Go, I would advocate on the podcast for you. Yeah, you make sure it gets reached. You know what? Let's not talk about something. Does that mean like this? It's not actually good. <laughs> Look at us making an action plan. <laughs> We just inevitably like as if she's gonna do something. <laughs> yeah, why am I preempting my own evidence here? Then I this is basically me framing myself. Let me just put a disclaimer out there. I'm just thinking out loud. Yeah, <laughs> but there, there's there's no intention to hurt anyone. I'm just saying, if a very unlucky circumstance came along, <laughs> hit me in my life, and I found myself in a a very tricky predicament. Manny and Ruja both said they'd advocate for me. You better go strong. Gobblewood. Consistency. Go. I we need would go that. everywhere. We would go to the BBC, to the ITV, Channel 4. Channel 4 would take you. Jon Snow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like I've met Jon Snow somewhere before. You tried him on some Game of Thrones. No. <laughs> you know when people used to talk about the Game of Thrones guy? I yeah. thought of Jon Snow, the presenter. The presenter. Yeah. That's and he's so funny. Now, actually. Is yeah. he the blonde hair one? Yeah, the white, white hair. White hair. Yeah, yeah. Because he's, he's retired. He has, because I think retired. I saw his last. I saw his leaving thing and he went out and just, it was just. He was trying to act normal, but his voice was breaking and. Mm. Yeah. Oh, bless him. He Trevor McDonald was my favourite one. Trevor McDonald? Is that. Have I just made that up? From Channel 4. Trevor, no, Trevor reminds me of Little Mo. <laughs> that was the most traumatising storyline from EastEnders. Because we were children when that particular storyline took place. We still, I know. That's so funny. EastEnders back in the day was something else. It still is. It's I think so it still is. It's still going. I, I know, it. but no. I mean, by something else, I mean, I used to be hooked. To Today, me, I would it's never... the triangle between Phil, Sharon, <laughs> and what was Grant. the other? Grant. That was... That story just, oh my God, it used to give me a headache. Even my mum was just like completely confused about why this was a storyline and why they were trying to make this a thing. So oh, weird. Wow. Okay. I was actually going to mention if um, if you guys have watched Inventing Anna. So what's funny is that, you know, you told me when you told me that you just finished it, yeah. right? And then I was like, Mario was talking about it yesterday and I was like, so like, basically what is the vibe of it and she was like it's basically about a girl who's a con artist and i was like what tinder spinder inventing anna like i'm telling you these criminals are <laughs> out here it's a new era everyone's getting a netflix show the is it real life it's it's based on a true oh, story yeah um should i give you a little bit of a yeah, uh, like, background to it without ruining it but also pretty much everyone knows what it's about so it's i think so it's about a, a girl called anna 
she was uh, born in Russia, but it's like post Soviet Soviet um, Union. She moved to Germany, so she grew up in Germany, um, and she came from like a fairly not poor background, but obviously the flight of someone who's like moving countries and trying to settle. Like, she came from quite um, like a fairly average background. Fast forward, she she moves to New York and she's trying to create this whole persona around her that she is from, uh, I think, like aristocratic blood. So she's trying to say like she's a German um, heiress. And um, basically, she cons like the New York elite into believing that she is someone of like status and she's like trying to mingle with them. And it's really, it's a, it's a bizarre series because... You know, Netflix does that thing where they they are creating a series on facts, but they can't really call everything facts for legal reasons. So there's this like this, I don't know how, what part of it, like there is a like lot of crown. truth in it. Yeah, like the crown. So there's a lot of truth <laughs> in it. And then there's lots of pl- parts that are slightly exaggerated. Mm-hmm. But anyway, she's quite clearly like this a psychopath. She's a real character, like a real narcissist it's just on a spectrum she's very extreme and she's trying to create this whole like I'm a rich girl I've got money and she starts to um basically she has a business plan where she gets like really big banks involved and she just kind of cons her way through like speaking to really senior people and like it's just it's but so how bizarre she how she does this operation situation? it's just about the way she networks and how she's basically just think about this there are some st- stories actually of influencers not ones that we have followed, but ones that I've come across recently where they've actually got done for fraud. So they they were your kind of first cohort of influencers that were selling like vegan diets. There's a lot, I, I mean, I can't even remember this girl from the top of my head, but just just think about how influencers can sell you a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. That's what she's doing. She's selling her lifestyle to these New York elite mm-hmm. people and they believe like, oh, maybe she is a German because they're in their head, she's like, they're from Europe and maybe she does have that mm-hmm. kind of background. And like a lot of them are embarrassed about the fact that they associated with her. And I'm like, that's your biggest problem? Like, that's the <laughs> biggest like thing that she did? And And so basically the story goes that you're following a journalist who's trying to report on her story and then it's just like, she's trying to she's an upcoming journalist herself or she's trying to make it big and this is the story that she wants to kind of you know get everyone reading like mm. make a make it um, a story um it's just it's really bizarre I don't know it's like it's a good series but I don't think it it didn't really come across like a really strong con artist I actually truly believe that a lot of people were just stupid because mm. I think in a world of influencers and people selling a lifestyle everybody wants to hang around with people that look cool but don't want to question it yeah. and that's how it was so easy for her to con most of these like elite people who then like later didn't want to speak to the journalist and they were like please put us anonymous because this is embarrassing for us and I was like it's really not a big deal like but yeah, watch it. It's it's still a good series, I'd it's say. It's interesting to know that that was based on a real life experience. It is. I feel like going off that though, like if you think about it, when you're looking at social media, like mm. influencers or not even, inf- like, I feel like nowadays almost everyone is some kind of like, you know, quotation mark influencer or trying to like make their Instagram open and then suddenly they have a thousand followers and then everyone thinks, wow, I'm going to just start posting like everything and anything. But I feel like because it's such a heavily saturated thing, like in the past few years, that mm. it's kind of it is easy for people to go down that rabbit hole of like falling for things. But also on the other end of it, you just have to realize that nothing you see online is real. Like even what we post online, mm. that's not like a reel of every single every single thing you do in your life. It's mm. just 
the good things that you post. It's true. But it's interesting because that is the age we're in now. Yeah. It's also really, her accent is jarring as well. The the actress that plays it. Because <laughs> I've... You know the word jarring makes me... Cringe. Yeah. Me too. And I just... Oh. I can't. I, that word makes me cringe. Yeah, definitely. Okay, let me think of another word. No, nope, I've said it now. Um, note taken. Don't. Words not to use on the podcast. Um, Girl, there's free speech in this podcast. You can say what well, you want. Apparently apart from not. the word jarring. All <laughs> right. So basically, the accent that the um, actress puts on, it's not. I don't know. It just. It takes some time getting used to. That's what I mean. I don't. The series is a bit. I don't know, it's a bit all over the place for me. Um, but it's still a good series. I'd still watch it. It's, I do I don't know my if little... you've sold it to me. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> you know what you know, it is, right? The thing if is, watch it. to watch, that's kind of something you, you watch. On. But there's so many other things that I've got on my list that this doesn't even come close to how you're selling it. Fair enough. Well, so you're, jarring you're just... makes you cringe. <laughs> my selling is it's poor. Your, your <laughs> Quite no, clearly. But it's so weird and it's just this. And, I just, but I still watch it. Like, it's fine. Um, I, I clearly influencing. You're not saying like, it's it, amazing to so watch it, guys. You're like... You know what, 50, you're right. 50. I don't think it's a it's worth a watch. I think the Tinder swindler is the one that like, really threw me where I was like, these women, <laughs> these poor women, at what point do you like... No, for me, I just... I, there's so many moments of that that I can't get over. But you know when she gets caught and she's um, she's on trial... There's just so many bizarre aspects to like the kind of things that they'll do for her, even though she's being put on trial. Mm. Just yeah. Anyway, so a one season thing. Uh, yeah, it's a one season. And Mm. you know what? I am that kind of person that does like the background research in terms of reality versus the show. And so she is on Instagram, and you know she's she's put her name out as like a domain in like every single like org you can think of, so no one can like copyright her. And she's still milking her opportunities. So I do not hate her hustle. I think she's she's (laughs) not in prison. (laughs) Um, I think she's done her time for however. She's done her time, but. I feel like she got more time than what most bankers get when they when they get caught for doing fraud and all sorts. So yeah, there is that aspect to it, um, but they don't really cover it much. It's a it's a nice series to watch. You get used to the accent, but in the beginning, I'm like, oh god, is this what they think a German person with a a mix of New York influence sounds like? But some people say it's quite close. I'm not great at accents, even though in my head I think I am. You know, and you just think, mm-hmm. oh, that sounds like a really close accent mm-hmm. to what I'm trying to do. And you're mm-hmm. like, then you hear it back on the phone and you're like, nope, that's not what it sounds like. Um, but yeah. You know, when you say accents, you know who I think of, who I think has literally the best actress that has the best accents in Killing Eve. What's her name? Oh, Jodie. She is, is exceptional. Brilliant. And the fact that she's Killing from Eve Liverpool so and she has a strong Scouse accent. When I first heard her well, voice, I was I like, like, who is this person? Like, I, so I just, true. yeah, it was crazy. Killing Eve is a brilliant series. It so did go good. downhill a little bit. I think season one was amazing. Season one was just, it was brilliant. Yeah, I hear you. I can really hear the fizz from that Coke. Can you? I'm a real problem today, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, like... Like, I feel like we're so quiet that I can hear the fizz. You can hear the... How is it that... I can't hear it. I'm I can deaf. hear it from my seat. Look, look. <laughs> oh, man, I've got to go check my ears. Yeah, but you're swiveling it no, now. Right? Swiveling. Yeah, she was swiveling it. No, Arush, can you just <laughs> confirm? She, how can you swivel it with a mic and even I heard it? Yeah. I can't hear you it You can now. hear the little... I can yeah. hear it a bit, but I not as strong as you guys. You guys yeah. are... Your senses are really heightened today. How jarring. 
It makes you feel like, oh. I've actually never used that word jarring before, but it was, it just came up. <laughs> well, yeah. now you know not now to use know. it. <laughs> you can use it, girl. Don't okay. worry. Girl, I'm girl, using it to my want. advantage now that I know it annoys you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving swiftly on. I actually baked some scones today, guys. Scones. I know people pronounce them differently, but I actually Yum. say scones. And um, I've been, I haven't baked in ages. Did have the failed macarons, but let's, let's not go back to that. <laughs> so I baked scones, right? And I put up a post um, about how people have their scones because this whole like cream and jam thing. <laughs> and I have my cream first and then my jam. So, Aruj, what do you have? Cream first, then jam. Thank you very much. No. So this jam and then cream guys listen to her logic what's your reasoning behind having jam first this is at home and not if i was out for an afternoon tea or you know out in public okay this is gonna be to reduce washing one knife one knife yeah trust me it's you say one knife and then suddenly you have like a fork and you're like when did I use that and then there's a spoon and it's you know like no it gets carried away washing uh, washing up does so my logic is that generally households uh, tend to eat jam more okay cream not so much so you dip the knife into the jam first and you can always double dip in the cream because that has an expiry date which is a lot shorter than the jam like, you shouldn't double dip, but even if you took a little scoop, a scoop out, you're going to use all that cream. But you never double dip in a jam. Right, so Jar. why wouldn't you just dip with your knife, Yeah. then wipe the knife, then dip again? <laughs> if you don't want to wash two knives. No, no, no. Just use two knives. What the hell? Like, no. your reasoning. When I heard this logic, I was like... I just don't understand. No. And you know what, guys? It's not the same. Jam and then cream and cream yeah. and then jam. The bite is Because different. I feel like when you put... It's like a nice little bed of cream yes. first. And you just... And then you and then you, you just have the taste of jam the first jam on, the cream. on top yeah. of it. Yeah, really nice. You really get the right sweetness as well. Mm. Like that. I hear what you're saying, but it just doesn't change my mind. Just mm. purely to reduce washing up but i was also thinking right you know when we go to afternoon tea that's the one thing i look forward to the most the yeah scones. The s- there, i will use all the knives on the table all the forks <laughs> spoons plates whatever they provide for me i will use it she'll yeah. use it even if she doesn't need to use exactly. it exactly <laughs> yeah but um well yeah, yeah that was just on my mind and that's even though so i've given you that as a logical answer that's not logical <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're really getting me back for the macarons and the the <laughs> laugh. That, I mean, that unintentional <laughs> burst I had. Anyway, I'm gonna get them good Wednesday to my Carl. I'm rooting for you, even though it didn't sound like it on that uh, previous episode. I'm rooting for you. I promise. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm. You know what? I, I'm thinking about it, and maybe I've had it both ways, or maybe I've had it. You know, like I don't. I don't think I'm that particular about it. But when when someone asks me that question, that is the logic that comes to my head. But I don't know if I actually do it in person. Yeah. So, so I don't, don't really, really pay have, attention you don't to have the massive preference then. No, because you're swayed. But when this you go is to my afternoon tea. You're all about using all the dishes. Everything. 
Um, but yeah, that's one thing I've been doing, trying to get back into baking because it's actually so fun. I, I actually love it and I forgot how much I love it. You know when you haven't done yeah. something in a while? And that's probably why, because it'll be like a phase. So I'm just doing so much in one month and then I'm like, no, I can't do this. You need a break this. from it. I need mm. a break. And then when you take that break and come back, you're like, this is so fun. Like, that's what keeps it job. enjoyable. Exactly. Yeah. I miss it too, you know. Yeah. I was thinking that Ramadan's coming up soon. Mm. I was thinking, what am I going to bake this year? Because normally... I bake something or make something and then send it out to everyone. Mm. So I'm thinking, thinking about what this year's Ramadan treat will be. Yeah. Oh my God, that's so soon. I know. I realised today, well, it's nearly March 15th. I can't believe that like we're nearly halfway, f- we're basically nearly halfway through March. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. We're in spring and then two, three weeks away, but just over two weeks is Ramadan. Yeah. Which I'm really looking forward to. Mm. I just hope it's like in the 20s, the degrees. Yeah. I That will be perfect because I feel much colder fasting, like more Same. than I would normally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like having that heat is actually not something that makes me thirsty. It's just mm. something that makes me feel it's comforting. Yeah. But yeah, hopefully that'll be nice. Oh my God, tomorrow guys, where are we going? the freshly grounded event which i'm really excited about i know i've never been to their events before well neither have i same <laughs> you said it like <laughs> no no <laughs> i don't i mean i'll just say this um like i've heard like a couple of episodes but i feel like maybe two oh, both of you okay. have like heard oh, yeah. a bit more of their episodes yeah, yeah. Um, i definitely have i've been listening to them from the start i what? remember this female group that they were like their kind of prototype they created like a um, I don't think that carried on though. Did it? Okay, no. because I lost them. I don't know. I wanted I to hear know. them because I thought maybe they'd kind of tailor to more of kind of, I don't know, interesting topics for myself. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. But I'm looking forward to the live event. I'm really looking um, forward yeah, to it. It's meant to be good. Yeah. We've been, uh, we went to a live event, you remember Techish? And I didn't know <gasps> yeah, what to expect, but was it was really, really, really enjoyable. That was so good. Like you, it sounds really bizarre to go and see a live but it's not bizarre. It's just, mm. I don't know, I guess we have a slightly, well, I have a slightly mental kind of like uh, perspective of like a podcast and mm. then seeing something like a podcast live. But then that's no no different to kind of watching a, like a radio show live or something. Mm. Mm. When Fern used to do the BBC radio, I used to love watching that mm. live. You can hear the coke now, can't you? No, oh. I'm, I'm, I'm oh. just thinking about <laughs> how much I enjoyed... Um, <laughs> I wasn't thinking about the coke fizzing. <laughs> I was actually thinking about actually how much I've enjoyed like Fern Cotton's career. I don't know. I feel like I grew up with her from like yeah Eureka and all the other kind of shows she used to do. Like she's always been like a constant voice, and I actually quite enjoy the stuff that she does. She's got a podcast now. Yeah, mm. she does. Mm. But she's to- she's very she's going through a very different phase in her life. I feel as well, yeah. which is part she's of growing very up. open to it as well. Mm-hmm. She is. Which is like, it was such a big risk for her to just stop doing what she was doing because she was doing a great presenting yeah. role on BBC. Like, she she's one of those personalities. Yeah, she's quite she versatile, is, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, most people would just settle in their careers when they've mm-hmm. got something established like that, right? That's quite I think of Ant and Deck as well. Like, you don't see them separate. They very much come as a pair mm-hmm. and their entire career yeah, has been that's together. that's so true. Do you know what? You have to... I'm sure they have their moments, but I feel like... Like, to be able to work with someone for that long, yeah. that's yeah. insane. That is insane. Do you think they're at the same pay level? Yes, I think they negotiate their deals. Oh, of course they negotiate, but do you think they that they say that they don't settle for, like, a pound more than the other? Because <laughs> I've always wondered that. It's like Because they, they definitely are being represented separately, even if they are, a, like, a duo. Really? Yeah, 
yeah i 100 percent. you would have your no, own i'm sure person. they get if they're doing something to well most things they do together anyways yeah. i'm sure they just have a set pay for whatever it is they're doing yeah it's true so i mean i'm sure their game show pay is different to what i'm a celeb pay is yeah. but like it must vary according to what it is but mm. who knows you know that's a, just a random thought i just threw out i think we should just wrap this up today yeah and we should talk about what's on our mind this coke fizzing now that you know can you hear it she can no, actually I hear can't. it now oh, I, I think how is it on your mind because we're talking because about it i i guess i just kind of wanted like complete silence to realize how deaf i really am okay i can hear it but you guys it's literally so had loud. to stop breathing <laughs> but i'm just i'm curious about about the fact that how is my hearing that good like it's oh, i'm glad your ears work i'm glad aruja's ears work yeah. i have to call the gp up tomorrow to get my ears checked no okay what's on your mind aruja what's on my mind is that i'm excited for summer i'm excited for tomorrow you think mm. the event mm. And we mentioned Ramadan. I can't I actually can't believe how close it is. I didn't realize it's only a few like two weeks away, but obviously it is in April. Mm. That's crazy. It's crazy. It is. That's on my mind. That was like three things, but yeah. My mind is editing this episode and the event tomorrow, which I'm really excited about. Wicked. Okay. Nice. Anyways, guys, oh, hope yeah. you have a great rest of your day and rest of your week, week and weekend. And enjoy. No, the episode's done. No, sorry. Just keep adios. Yeah. You're editing. <laughs> Take care, guys. Bye. Take care. Bye.